Welcome to the Transcend Health Podcast, where we aim to entertain, educate, and empower our listeners to move beyond pain and injury. Stay tuned to hear interesting conversations about rehabilitation, movement, strength and fitness, plus lots of advice to get you moving and feeling your best. Transcenders, the Transcend Health podcast. You're here with Ollie, Jackie, and Luke from Transcend Health. Welcome, why? Welcome, the triple girls. Threat. The Thank triple you. threat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dream team. The, uh, the, the good looking ones in the business. I know, yeah. The less hairy, good looking ones. Although, Luke used to be pushing it with the beard there, man. Yeah. Yeah. Clean shaven today. <laughs> Should have seen Jackie with the beard. Anyway, yeah, another story sense. for another time. <laughs> We're back with another episode. And in this episode, guys, I wanted to talk about. The difference between EPs, exercise physiologists, which you are, of course, Jackie. Yep. And physios, which Luke and I are. Yeah. We're appropriately colour coded in yeah, our uniforms right. to, today, so. Yeah. Uh, show the division. Show the division, yeah. yeah. Wearing some nice blue for the physios on top and uh, grey for the EPs. Right. A very, uh, very blending grey with the wall behind. Yeah, you're quite camouflaged. I am. But yeah, it's definitely a question that I get asked quite a bit yeah um, when people are like well, Jackie's an EP what what's the difference between you guys and yeah I sometimes struggle to to answer that one <laughs> well it's yeah it's hard to answer and well as well because people don't know what exercise physiologists are to start with and then to ask well, what's the difference when you like you know my usual rant or ramble is um you know come and see for pain chronic pain injury lifestyle disease illness like you've got diabetes or cardiovascular disease or if you've you know busted your knee playing soccer and then people are like well why wouldn't I go see a physio yeah. um, and so that's where you always get stumped right you're like oh wow geez um, I don't know um, and I find the thing I go to the most is you know what's an exercise physiologist and my my default answer to help people conceptualize what we do is imagine a physiotherapist like what you'd go see a physiotherapist for, but it looks like what a personal trainer does. And that's where people get an idea of what we do, but it's still not answering the question of what's the difference. Yeah. So, so is that your difference then? My difference? What, what's, what is your defined difference between a physio and an EP? Look, I... Do you have one? I don't really have one, and particularly because here at Transcend Health, we blur the lines so much. For sure. Um, and you would have heard me say to so many people, like, you boys are doing my job. Yeah. Like, you're trying to be an exercise physiologist. And that's really our point of difference at Transcend is our physiotherapy team is so exercise focused. It blurs the lines so much. Yeah. Um, and I think that's probably the defining difference between physio out there and physio here at Transcend or exercise physiology generally is exercise is our treatment tool that while we might see a lot of the same conditions, the difference is we, you know, everything is a movement-based, exercise-based treatment. We might pull some tools out like foam rollers or lacrosse balls and do some, you know, trigger pointing or those kinds of things with um, symptom modification, but ultimately it's, here is, here is the tool that you have to do with your body and it is exercise. For sure, yeah. So what do you guys think? Well, I think, like, there's a more of a distinction when you get into, like, the traditional physio which mm. was probably a lot more hands-on approach um, and that's a lot of our training was around assessment of injuries and um, 
like yeah, manual handling and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. hands-on treatment. Right? Yeah, hands-on treatment. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Mobilizations, um, massage, things like that, machine-based. Yeah, ultrasound yeah. and so, yeah, yeah. that kind of tense stuff. Not to say we don't do exercise. We certainly do a lot of exercise here. And yeah. It is taught a little bit yeah. through our courses. Yeah. But I'm assuming, yeah, your study was more exercise-focused. Yeah. A lot more than ours was. And I think you even said um, in that description then with the assessment side of things and the diagnostic side of things, a, a difference between physio and exercise physiology is exercise physiologists aren't diagnosticians that... We get people who've had conditions diagnosed. So that's where, as a like, you know, point of coming in, if you want a diagnosis, you usually go through your, your GP or your specialist or your physiotherapist. And then as an exercise physiologist, physiologist I'm working with that uh, diagnosis. I can, you know, oh, I don't think that's correct. I think I've seen a few things that are slightly different to this before and recommend going back to see that specialist or get some more imaging or testing done. But you guys have much, much more training in the assessment because you are looking to diagnose a condition as well. Um, and that's probably one of the, yeah, where you do have to have a lot more hands-on technical skills than what we do. Yeah, and I think people get confused because they see us in the gym doing exercise with people exactly the same yeah. as you. And, and yeah, that's kind of a little bit away from maybe what we were taught traditionally or traditional physio was yeah, purely hands-on, where this practice, we are a lot more exercise-based. Absolutely. And there's a very good reason for that too, right? It's um, a lot of the evidence is pointing towards exercise as being the superior treatment in the physiotherapy profession, mm. um, as opposed to hands-off treatment, uh, sorry, hands-on treatment. And there are a number of reasons why this is the case. One of the reasons is it just simply does a better job. <laughs> um, number two is that there's a lot less variability with it. You know, between Luke's hands and, and my hands and our manual techniques, there's probably some variability. But if you get a person doing an exercise in their way, under instruction, it's going to be much more consistent. Mm. Um, there's also even the patient specificity that exercise is tailored to the person doing it versus, and using the example of, look at the size of my hands compared to your hands. Yep. And I'm like quite a little person. Yep. You're going to do a different manual treatment, have different force and different ability to move people's limbs around absolutely that variability between you know if I, if I was a physiotherapist and you doing that um, traditional physiotherapy style treatment there's huge variability and it's based on the ability of the clinician not the ability of the client or the patient who is actually the one we're looking after right yeah so it brings more patient specificity into the treatment definitely definitely and you know in any kind of treatment whether it's exercise physiology or physio it's usually limited by symptoms, right? If they're experiencing pain or if they're experiencing um, a lack of strength or a lack of ability, then their symptom in that case is, you know, I can't lift this object or I can't, I don't have the coordination or the balance to do that task. Um, and if we tie that back into hands-on physio treatment, right? If pain is the example um, prevailing symptom, then we would need to work to that. And I can't feel the patient's pain but they can. So if they do an exercise for their treatment, not only is it superior in the ways that I mentioned before and many others, but they can also go to that point under guidance from me through conversation a lot better than I can manually push them to. Yeah. Right? I might overdo it, flare them up, um, and I'm not aware of it, or I might undercook it and they might not get better uh, very quickly, but exercise is a lot better in that way. 
Absolutely. And we're putting the power back into the, the patient as well. Instead of them coming to us and we're pushing on their back and we're the magical healer. Yeah. Um, well, we are, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these days are magic. We're getting them We're to, all gifted in this. Exactly. <laughs> we're getting them to do back bends or, yeah. you know, planks or whatever exercise we choose to be appropriate so that they can go away and then they're in control and they're the ones that are, you know, healing themselves. Yep. Or, mm. Huge point. Yeah. Huge point. It's like we become the, the Yoda to their Luke Skywalker instead of we're the you know magicians, like all-knowing experts that yeah. does the work for them. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's probably honestly the most important thing that you've highlighted there, Luke, because you know research has shown that if people are more in control or take more ownership over their, their symptoms or their, their, the problems that they're experiencing, then they get better quicker and they have better, longer-lasting results. Um, so that's huge and not only that but that I mean it makes sense right they're able to do that exercise that we prescribe whenever they want they don't have to come in here alone once a week they can do it every single day <laughs> whenever they want and it manages their pain and it gets them better how good's that it helps them to learn about their body as well about Absolutely. where their limits are which is really empowering like when you've spent let's use like a, a back injury because you see so many of those just you know every day yeah that to be taken from I rely on seeing someone to massage me or put their hands on me to treat me which is time consuming and expensive to oh I know I can do this exercise which takes you know a minute to do yeah. and I can do it at any time of the day and with or without equipment as you know prescribed and suddenly they're just like oh wow like I've the ball's back in my court yeah. I don't have to outlay an entire physio session worth of fees yeah. I don't have to you know wait for an available appointment and have to juggle my life around it it's like wow that's like so powerful yeah it's empowering it's great yeah. really really good so it, it seems like we we all kind of end up in the same space which is getting people in the gym doing exercises mm. what do you think like is a good um, rule of thumb for someone when they're deciding whether they should be seeing a physio or seeing an EP um, in the beginning kind of phases? Well, I actually want to tie in here because yeah. something that I, I missed the boat on at the start of the conversation was my kind of definition that I've previously used. It's the difference between EPs and physios. Um, and having actually had this conversation, you guys have brought up some really good points that I might use in future conversations when I ask the question. Um, but traditionally, I, I would say that the difference is that um, physios tend to deal with more acute kind of injuries, like if you've sprained your ankle or ruptured your ACL or something like that, um, or you've just got a, a spike of, of back pain or neck pain or something like that, and you need some help with it. Whereas exercise physiologists traditionally would deal with more chronic conditions or long-term conditions such as that have been diagnosed, as yes. you said before, like diabetes, um, obesity, you know, cardiovascular disease, that kind of thing. Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. It's definitely the acute versus chronic spectrum that physios will come into chronic definitely, but for exercise physiologists, there are um, things that are happening in that acute phase of injury when you've just sprained an ankle, you've just had surgery, that I think we, we're not well suited to. And it's really when you're getting to that six to 12 weeks post-surgery or post-injury where we're starting to load a bit more, that's where exercise physiologists start to blur the lines between. Absolutely. That, that's the blur, the grey, in, in traditional, to exercise, uh, traditional physio to exercise physiology. But 
here we blow them even more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. if you, I suppose, knowing the difference, like if you've just sprained your ankle, or if you've had a really sudden onset of pain, or you know, just had surgery, absolutely go see a physiotherapist first. Um, I mean, I can't. Things like fractures, which you know, you guys are still better placed to fit braces and boots and those kinds of things as well. Um, definitely, it's realm of physio for me. And if you're, oh, I've had this back pain for five years and it comes and goes, and I just really want it sorted. Even a flare-up in that sense, so that would be acute on chronic. Exercise physiology can help out there. Absolutely, yeah. 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 It's a tough call, like who to choose, right? Yeah. I think what you said before about a diagnosed condition versus a non-diagnosed condition is a really good guide. Like if you've got pain and you don't know why, then probably come and see a physio, unless it's really low grade. Yeah. And you can still do everything that you need to be able to do, and you're coping pretty well. And you're like, yeah, it's it's not too bad. I just kind of want to get a bit stronger and sort of push it back into the background. Mm. EP is fantastic for that, and you know, physio is going to do a very similar thing anyway yeah um yeah whereas if you have uh, sort of more chronic condition you know you've got diabetes might be overweight battling some weight loss or something like that cardiovascular disease that kind of stuff um maybe you've got parkinson's disease uh, all these kinds of things that have already been diagnosed you know what's going to happen and you know what you're struggling with ep is probably the ticket and you've probably um, been told the solution like the doctor said sure. you need to have a um, exercise program go see an EP mm. and you know they'll take care of your treatment there absolutely I suppose on another note another good situation where we've probably seen exercise physiologist over physiotherapist is when someone say has diabetes but they also have arthritis so I'm overweight I need to lose weight because of my diabetes but I can't exercise because I have knee pain mm. and in that situation it could be like well who do I see because I know that I need to see an exercise physiologist for my diabetes. In that situation, that's again, I would still say exercise physiology is the ticket there because we can deal with that kind of chronic pain. And arthritis is a great example. Arthritis is an excellent example, yeah. But um, I suppose the answer to that question is if you have a condition that you need help with is come and see Transcend Health. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that is truly a solution, right? Because, it, you know, whether we're physios or EPs or, or even whether we're somebody else like a osteopath or something like that our goal is the same it's to help you get to where you want to be mm. whether that's you know pushing back your diabetes losing weight improving your neck pain you know it's our goal to achieve that with you and how we do it doesn't really matter as long as you get to where you're going mm. and perhaps another topic for a podcast is like how what other things impact your outcomes as aside from the treatment that you're getting and it might matter less than you think whether you see a physio, or EP, an osteopath, a podiatrist, a sure. chiropractor, and yeah. a bit more about how they interact with you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's a can of worms. Oh, that yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll look forward to that one, perhaps on the next podcast. But any closing yeah. words, guys? Uh, not, not for me. I think, I suppose, it's, um, it's a pretty common topic that we get to answer. So it's good to get to address it on a podcast because now we just get to yeah. <laughs> slide this one out. Yeah. No, I think your definition was pretty accurate, just the acute versus chronic. Um, but, yeah, come see us at Transcend and we'll, we'll sort you out. Point you in the right direction. <laughs> yeah, sort you out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, as always, thanks very much for listening. If you have any feedback or any topics that you want us to discuss, then let us know, whether it be in person or online, and we'll see you in the next one. 
Thanks for listening to the Transcend Health Podcast. Please share this episode with someone who might find it helpful. And don't forget to hit subscribe so that you don't miss out on future episodes.